today we have Celeste with us. Celeste, it's you. How are you? Tell us, what are you doing in possibly the future at when, when this is uh, airing? Uh, that's a hard question. Uh, <laughs> you don't yeah, need to do I'll, that. Uh, you know, I'll do my best. You know, I'm probably... Okay, Project yeah. Mind Hi, um, everybody, I am a freelance designer for Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, most recently, I was one of the writers for uh, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, the new Wizards Ooh, of the Coast campaign. Yes, cool. um, yeah, and I'm a podcaster, so you might have heard me uh, on Venture Maidens, which is an actual play D and D show, uh, and I'm probably doing both of those things and still just. Climbing that eternal mountain of, of work and having the best job in the world and all of those things. <laughs> Yay! All right. Well, I, I think that's a pretty accurate um, mirror into the future. Mm. S- staring into the magic mirror. Yes, yes. Climbing, which... traversing the mountain of eternal work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's <laughs> It's 2020 as we're recording this and yeah. who knows what each minute will bring who knows yeah boy oh it does feel i saw there was something on twitter the other day that's like it just does feel like every we're really in the like end of the song come on eileen how things just keep speeding up <laughs> yep. that's kind of how how the year feels uh, but come on eileen is so like fun <laughs> it is there was a uh, the guy i went to my sorority senior formal with had never heard the song come on eileen why you guys would not what? think that the song come on eileen was fun if you had to listen to it every single morning at 7 a.m when you walked into the local high v in your very small conservative um town what <laughs> they just very every specific. morning come on eileen was it Literally like the first every track morning. or it was, i don't know what it was they played like the same set of songs and like mm. certain songs are completely ruined for me now i can't that's fair because i just like, come on eileen all i can think about is like that one guy who was like i'm getting my permit to carry concealed weapons Oh. oh, yeah, that'll mm. that'll ruin that for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was okay, bad. Wait. Speaking Sorry of to bring guys, down the tone, I, guys. <laughs> no, I'm gonna bring it right back up because you remind me of the weird dude I I encountered while getting takeout last night. Mm. Um, so there's a really good neighborhood place. They do great takeout. I walked over there. It's like I don't know, seven thirty at night. So not very late on a Friday night. Uh, and it is still the middle of a pandemic. And there's a guy sitting at the bar while I'm waiting for takeout, who like looks. N- normal and i'm sitting there or i'm standing there waiting for my food on my phone and the guy looks at me and goes are you okay and i'm like uh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm fine just waiting for my takeout and he goes okay and he looks away and then he goes i'm looking for like an advocate somebody who can i can tell things to and then they can tell me what they mean and i was like so a lawyer you're looking for a lawyer <laughs> and he goes no no i'm not straight but you do everything should i what do we do if we're not straight holy shit oh my god this is my dream interaction okay (laughs) like cat the fact that this man looked at you and could sense inherently that you're not straight is very cool (laughs) that's amazing yeah. Honestly, like you should be so proud. You should be really proud <laughs> I, of yourself. I would have that. been, except that he was also like, I've got I've had a lot of gin, and I was like, Ooh, okay. This is a an interaction that I have to take a step back from mm. because yeah. you've had a lot of gin. Yeah, I mean, I would not be yeah. prepared to uh to take on this random uh stranger's uh problems and or coming out process. But- oh, it's- 
especially if you're hungry because like yeah. you know you're waiting for yeah, food you want, like you know yeah. hunger is not the time to yeah. solve questions i just wanted questions. my fries and i he kept being like you have to take off your mask i can't hear you and i was like i am <gasps> not <is>. doing that <laughs> like, no. Uh, no no not no. doing that in october 2020 sir. but like cat the fact that he like sensed that you were some sort of like queer oracle who knows everything yeah. it's like he knew that you were like the dm mm-hmm. and his life is like the podcast or something shit that's that's wild that's a that's good deep. way to look at it at the time i was just like i need to leave this place before this man <laughs> tries to get me to like tell him how to live his life i mean same i can't same like i i am just the mere concept of uh any sort of commitment or responsibility sends me into just a a wild state of panic but um <laughs> mm-hmm. like again I, I just think it's cool that he could sense that you were like a gay of demonic power God, that's all I've ever wanted to be. So, uh, speaking of what we do if we're not straight, let's play some D&D. <laughs> Ooh, Hello, I'm Kat. I am your DM. Hello, I'm Caitlin. I play... I'm trying to think of a straight joke. They're just not funny. I play Corbin. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Hannah, and I play Slake, a half-orc fighter. Hey, everybody. I'm Celeste Conowich, and I am playing name-pending the wonderful, uh, a half-elf bard. Ooh, name pending? Name pending. We're still working on it. The wonderful. Is it first name, name Uh, pending, last name, name, the wonderful? Name pending, the wonderful in like single quotation marks. Yes. Love it. Okay. Into it. it. Into it. So the last week has been a dull, grueling slog through a dense rainforest, which covers the coast of Vola in the shadow of the Besk Mountain Range. The road only offers the briefest glimpses of the ocean beyond, and even those are only a rare small relief in the constant gloom of the tree cover. It is cold and wet. The rain stops for an hour or two at most each day, and even that isn't guaranteed. Even your horses are getting irritable, and snap at your fingers when you handle their bridles. Corbin, your dreams have been strange. Just small snatches of images that you can't quite seem to hold on to when you wake up. That vision of the previous guardians it plays in fragments. There's the beast in the void with her jaws around the golden giant's neck, Estra, Mary holding herself, Buddy and Demora staring at Alonia in horror as she volunteers. The goddess, Mary, Estra, the beast in the void, the golden giant, the hole at his center. Mary, find another way. When you open your eyes, you feel more tired than when you laid down. Luckily, according to the map that Dawson gave you, today is your last day in this dreary, overcast forest. By noon, the trees are thinning and soon open up into farmland. The fields are sown with winter crops, gourds and hardy, dark, leafy greens. And in the distance, the sprawling city of Heroes Gate opens up ahead of you. The city is a true marvel, 
bringing together the best of all of the world's arts. If Nakama is the seedy underbelly of Vola, Heroes Gate is its metropolis. The buildings are sturdy, built to withstand the worst hurricanes sent by Certinus, god of the deep, who is said to reside in the strait that separates the city from its dwarven neighbors on Maroon. The ocean glitters in the cold afternoon sun, and you have a clear view of the feature which gives the city its name, the Hero's Gate, a massive sea gate built in antiquity, which spans the harbor, made of the same glittering yellow stone as the rest of the city carved with massive depictions of ancient heroes and their many great deeds. You enter the city with the others who've been pressing through the jungle ahead of you, along with a few coming from the west, down the road you will need to travel when you leave here. The road into the city is lined with ancient stone statues of heroes, their features stolen by time and erosion, but the broad strokes of their legacy remain in the carved relief of their adventures, which covers the wall running beside the road showing these brave adventurers slaying monsters and being honored by kings. There are carvings at the base of each statue, written in an ancient tongue that was once commonly spoken. The one that Corbin still speaks is his own native tongue. Next to each statue, there's a helpful informational plaque translating the brief biographies of these heroes. Between two of these statues, you pass, uh, looks like a magician who's set up. Celeste. Tell me about this magician. Yeah, uh, so I think you probably hear them before you actually see them as you're moving down the road. You see that like set up on a couple of, uh, they're basically like wooden milk crates uh, that look a lot like junk. Uh, this this half elf uh, is standing on top of them right now with this little table that has a bunch of props around it. Uh, they wear this uh, sort of smashed uh, black faded silk hat and have a very sinister looking like some facial hair on them that looks a little bit odd. Um, like maybe it isn't quite real or it's drawn on uh, and they have a little sandwich board that's been set up in front of this stage here um, that says Wilbur the Wonderful uh, you see that there are a couple other words underneath where Wilbur was but they have been crossed out with like a, a fat you know black paint uh, so now it says Wilbur the Wonderful and I think there are probably maybe like three or four people around uh, and this half elf uh, is playing a, a concertina, so one of those collapsing uh, instruments here. And uh, they are, you know, calling out, uh, definitely doing like the, the showmanship thing, like, welcome, welcome to the greatest show on earth. It's me, Wilbur the Wonderful. And today you're going to see delights from all corners of the world. And uh, he lets go of this, this concertina and it continues to play by itself as it's floating in the air, giving this kind of wheezing backdrop music uh, to what's happening here and he starts yeah pulling you know cards and coins uh out of various sleeves and everything of this very like weather-beaten patchwork outfit uh that he has on that looks like it's probably seen better days uh and you i think you would probably hear the crowd like kind of sighing and groaning as like you know he'll flick some coins out and they just seem to fall out of his sleeves or he like pulls out a card and they're like no that's that's not my card uh this this magician seems to be struggling quite a bit uh to maintain his audience oh my god so I think I, I I hear the the crowd groaning and I hear the bit about uh, delights from from all the corners of the world and I'm like Corbin I want to hear about delights from all the corners of the world is that is that a magic man do you think <laughs> I mean it, it, I don't know it kind of sounds like it why haven't we tried this do you think they're making money 
Do you think they make good money off of this? We should take a closer look. I used to live in the sky. Let's go. I'm good. Corbin pulls out his notebook because he's planning to take some notes for future reference um, and says, yeah, let's go. Let's do some some recon on this magical situation. Yeah. I pull out my notebook, too, because I also want to take notes. (laughs) So studious. (laughs) We they are lost both... their one note taker. Now they're both trying to. <laughs> We're both the leaders. <laughs> I've been taking minutes for the the group. I, That's I true. Was the intern. True. <laughs> you worked your way up from your internship. Exactly. Uh, all right. So you guys approach this uh, magician. What do you do? Do you just observe? Do you say anything? Do you heckle? Are you kidding? I'm, I'm not going to heckle a master at work. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, no. Corbin very respectfully stands on the precipice of the crowd um mm. and is like just looking as closely as he can but but not interrupting by any means. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Same, same. Um yeah. I I feel like at this point, you know, um I it, it's probably clear the magician feels like they're losing their audience and they they hold out their hands and go, "And for my next amazing trick, I shall summon a a creature from beyond the veil." Uh, and he he flips his kind of uh, hat over, so he's holding this top hat, and he begins to like wave his hands dramatically over the top of it and says, "Abracablamo!" and uh, reaches his hand like really deep into the hat, so it goes much further than the bottom of the hat. And uh, you see, he pulls out the the ears of this white rabbit, uh, and he's got the ears, and there's like a little panic moment where he keeps he keeps trying to pull, and the the there's not more rabbit coming out of the hat. And, and he's like, ha ha, come here, gorgeous. <laughs> and he tries one once again. Uh, and you just see the hat of this, this very like well-fed rabbit, just the little head pokes out of this hat and it appears to be stuck. Um, and it can't really get more than the edge of the brim as he's like, ha ha, the, the amazing gorgeous <laughs> everyone. <laughs> I clap and cheer uproariously. I'm I'm very impressed. Corbin Corbin is Corbin's never I don't know that Corbin's ever seen a rabbit before. I don't think you have. Yeah, I so Corbin um has little stars in his eyes and he slowly works his way towards the front of of the crowd um to where Wilbur is and says to Wilbur, "May I May I see gorgeous?" <laughs> Uh, uh, of of course you you may, uh, but I will ask a favor in return, uh, young person. Why don't you come up on stage and and assist me with my with my next magnificent trick? Anything, anything, I'll do it. <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 fantastic. We we have a volunteer, everyone. Uh, wonderful. And uh, he's sort of you know because he has. Gorgeous the rabbit that is stuck in this hat um, and kind of hands it to you. It's like, oh you my can God. hold this. <laughs> I immediately... Corbin, roll. Yeah, and we'll handle it. Handle. You can... Yes, please. Thank you. Okay. That's 16. 16 is enough that you will now be able to turn into rabbits. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> but it is up to Celeste if 16 is enough to calm this rabbit. <laughs> oh, good. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if you do manage to, to pull her out of the hat, um, she is, like, a very, very large uh, semi-obese rabbit. She also looks very old. Like, her little pink eyes are a little bit milky. Like, she's been, oh. she's lived for many years. Um, yes. But 
you know, you can you can You'd love to see that. pull her out and she's heavy. Um right. she's not, you know, one of those gigantic rabbits, but she's a solid like, you know, foot I, foot and a half. I support her head so the neck doesn't snap. And then I turn. <laughs> <laughs> like a baby. Yeah. Yes, like a baby. She's precious cargo. She's precious cargo. She's gorgeous cargo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I think, uh, you know, Wilbur looks at you sort of stunned uh, and is like, <laughs> well, I knew she would come out of there eventually. Yeah, g- give him a hand, folks. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, the, and the crowd just sort of gives like a... Uh. Mm. I'm going wild. I'm loving it. <laughs> so like I'm like screaming. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at you with such appreciation. <laughs> oh my god. I like if you look at me, I'm like looking away because I'm too embarrassed to make eye contact. <laughs> There's only like five people here, so I'm definitely looking yeah. at you the most. I've been cheering up furiously, and then when you make eye contact, I kind of like turn down the clapping a little and like kind of look around Can't. nervously. <laughs> Okay, and uh, uh, for my final trick, uh, and please, please, if you are enjoying the show, I do take donations, and the uh, the concertina case is open on the ground. Uh, it is currently empty, but he points, <laughs> once again, dramatically waving his hands towards it. Um, <clears throat> now, young person, you are going to be the element of my next trick, the, uh, the, the box of mystery. Are you claustrophobic, my dear sir? No. No, I I can get I can be very small. <laughs> Wonderful! And then I reach behind my milk crates, and there's like this large uh, box that could you know sort of a coffin sized thing that I like hoist up and and put you know uh, standing vertically on the stage. Uh, and I open up the door and go, "Now I shall make this person disappear." <clears throat> Please step into the box of mystery. Corbin steps right in. Is he still? Can, can he bring? Can he bring Gorgeous with him? Uh, yeah. I think you know Wilbur will try to like take Gorgeous, and Gorgeous probably like tries to bite him, and he's like, okay, yes, <laughs> <laughs> ah, all right, uh, takes Gorgeous with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, uh, so I will close. Wilbur will close the box, and you hear a large tapping as he pulls out this this very large, you know, kind of black and white tipped wand slash staff uh, and he'll thump three times on the box and I think Corbin you hear like a little whisper like open the back door uh, Corbin Corbin is there Corbin Corbin looks around for something Corbin feels around Corbin does an investigation check inside of the box Catherine. okay <laughs> oh, sure sure let's see Corbin does bad. Um, <laughs> can always turn into an ant. Corbin gets four for the investigation check. <laughs> oh no, Corbin! I don't think you find the handle. I don't find it. <laughs> you you do not find the handle. Uh, and with a wave of my hand, presto! And I open up the box, the front door, and I guess Corbin is. Corbin's there. still there, Corbin's- <laughs> but he's but he's panicked because he 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 understands the situation, and so he um, in a fit of panic and also uncontrollable excitement, Corbin does turn into a rabbit. Decided <laughs> to be a rabbit. Uh- he like gently sets uh, gorgeous down first, though. <clears throat> it's very like. <laughs> It's very so, so now that oh, there's two rabbits. Now there's uh, two rabbits. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I'm, I'm them, cheering. 
One of them is black and has like bloody red eyes, though. Um, mm-hmm. And then a little white spot on, uh, its chest. on the chest. <laughs> yeah. So. And uh, the uh, couple people who have actually stuck around do actually uh, applaud for this. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yes. Mysteries abound when you <laughs> use the box of mysteries. Uh, thank you. Thank you all so much for attending the show. Uh, you are a delight. I will be moving into the city uh, so you can you can find me on all the street corners of Heroes Gate. <laughs> so tell your friends, uh, please, please donate. Please. Help me feed the rabbit. I come up and put um, 50 silver pieces in your hat. (gasps) (laughs) And I'm like refusing to make eye contact with you. I'm like trying to do it like subtly so Mm -hmm. that it's not a big deal. But it Mm -hmm. like, unfortunately, I'm assuming other people have just dispersed. So it's very conspicuous. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, I, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, uh, uh, thank you. Thank you, uh, g- kind person. I'm trying to move to the edge of the, the <laughs> milk carts to get your attention. <laughs> and uh, as as this is happening, it's like you hear from the end of the boulevard, there's somebody else who's shouting. Uh, somebody is set up on a small platform and has a crowd larger than the wonderful magicians. But they are dressed in dark purple robes, and there's another man in that crowd who's milling about, handing out small booklets. Uh, they are both wearing tabards emblazoned with the symbol of the broken tower. Boo. Oh, I'm about to go wreck their fucking shit. Yeah, let's fucking Does, ruin it. Can Corbin see that from where he is as a rabbit behind the milk cartons? <laughs> as uh, as you, you hop back to Slake, you see this. Oh. Um, are you gonna Are you going to remain a rabbit, Corbin? Yeah. I'm oh my god! Fuck them up. Have you seen Watership Down? They're dead. <laughs> I I would like They're to apologize done. for turning your friend into a rabbit. Uh, uh, I don't know how I did it. I I genuinely do not know how I did it. Oh, oh, it's 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 fine. It's um. I mean, I'm sure you're like a very powerful and cool like wizard, and you know, like that you know exactly what you're doing. And and if you wanted to turn Corbin into a rabbit, you know what? I think it's great. I think it's so cool. Um, Corbin, rabbit, you think it's rabbit? Pretty- Corbin is like already halfway down the street towards the. Oh, oh should probably go get, situation. Get the, um, good. Uh, thank yeah. you again. <laughs> I, I run after Corbin. Um, and I want to go. I want to go pick Corbin up. It's like um, you've picked up Corbin on the edge of this little crowd around the uh, man in the t- broken tower robes, and uh, as you are. Standing there, a, a pamphlet is ha- is shoved into your hands with a broken tower symbol on it. It says, free yourself from the gods, join the armies of Torva. And the man on the uh, little stage that he's set up, he's speaking to the crowd and says, brothers and sisters, on the battlefields of Ilfra, we were witness to a miracle the likes of which words can scarcely describe. And he spreads his arms wide as he continues... Though our army was mighty, the machinations of the gods weakened our numbers and destroyed the tools of our dwarven allies. The poor souls, brainwashed by their gods into resisting their liberation, meant to demolish our army and sacrifice their souls to the ambitions of the wicked gods they serve. Then, just as all hope felt lost, it was Torva, the conqueror, who showed us that when the fight is lost, it is best to live and fight another day, to regroup, refocus, and remember our purpose. And so, in a blinding flash of light, we were transported, 
And when our eyes opened, we found ourselves safe in our homes, our family and loved ones around us rejoicing at our return. Um, I'm going to heckle this man, and I'm going to say, um, wow, that's really funny. Like, who would think that, uh, you know, the best way to uh, stop yourself from being manipulated by gods and, like, let's say, you know, playing directly into your, their will would be to uh, blindly devote yourself to Torva, a uh, god. And uh, that's really cool, too, that uh, that Torva, the god of, like, conquering and war, uh, decided to uh, send everybody home. That definitely seems like something he would do based on his previous behavior. And uh, the man with the pamphlets gives you guys a gives you a sidelong look and his eyes move from you slake to the rabbit in your arms and then he looks back at the uh the man on the platform who says uh young person you seem to have a lot of knowledge about this do you do you defy the will of the gods uh yeah including torva he's probably like the worst one (laughs) and uh (laughs) <laughs> Can you make a perception check for me, please? Corbin, cool. like, is crying a single tear of just incredible love and um, <laughs> devotion to Slake. <laughs> oh, okay. Per- perception. Oh, I got a 22. Perce- okay, then you notice uh, there are a few other of these robed Torva priests who are advancing from the edges of the crowd towards you. All right. Uh, I'm going to say... So you guys, are, are you guys, you want to throw down? Is that what's going on here? And uh, from behind you, a cloak <clears throat> hits you over the head. A cloak? <laughs> a, a cloak? cloak? A what? cloak. Okay. <clears throat> um, and uh, just also, while I'm doing this, I would like to cast a um, major <laughs> illusion, a major image here. Um <laughs> And at the time, uh, I think right up on the stage, you see a uh, a magic man that you just saw over on the other side. He comes up and he's like, oh, what a crowd, what a crowd. Let's stop this boring stuff and do some magic. And I just start throwing decks of cards um, at everyone, like, and just into the crowd being incredibly disruptive, trying to piss everyone off so they pay attention. Um, and at the same time, I think, you know, you, you have this, like, you have this, this patchwork cloak that's kind of thrown over you and you hear a whisper saying, now is not the time we really need to get out of here and explain some things. Um, okay. Okay. I guess I'm gonna, um, kind of maybe try to, uh, crouch down and like, uh, make my way out of the crowd then with Corbin in my arms. All right. Uh, you do so. This distraction of these cards being thrown into the crowd is enough that everybody loses track of you, Slake. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll definitely try and like, you know, because you're you, this is clearly the same magician you just saw before who has like now put you under their cloak and is trying to get you like towards an alley or behind a building just to make sure that no one can see you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, so you, you're able to get Slake, hustle them uh through this alley into this little sort of street between streets where there are shops that have been set up in this alley. There's a little tea shop uh, that you're able to hustle them into. Uh, And I, when I make sure it's safe and like no one has followed us, um, you know, and, and I'll like end the, the illusion. Uh, So the other Mm -hmm. magician just disappears in a puff of smoke uh, and like for my final trick. Uh, And they disappear. Um, 
<clears throat> I, I, I'm really sorry about that. I'll uncover you with the cloak and kind of like just, I, I, I felt really bad about leaving you in the middle of all that, especially when I've already turned your friend into a rabbit. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's totally fine and cool. Like you, you saved us. So, um, 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 thanks. I say. Yeah, I, listen, there are a lot of these uh, Torvo weirdos in the city, and I, I, I just don't think fighting in the crowd is right, sort of the solution. If you are interested in hearing it, I think there might be another way we can stop them. Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely. That's, that's really cool that, like, you're, you're trying to take down the Torva cult, too. Like, um, yeah, if you've got ideas, uh, Corbin and I are totally uh, all ears, I say, and then I, I, I look at Corbin's cute little floppy rabbit ears. Yeah, Corbin's little floppy ears perk right on up. Also, he is um, literally destroying and eating the flyer that Slake was handed. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like being mm, shredded by garbage. by his terrible rabbit mouth. <clears throat> um, Corbin? It tastes bad. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, and every every like couple seconds then... Uh, Corbin is like choking and hacking up little rabbit fur balls, oh. and, like spitting it up. But he continues to destroy the the pamphlet in just due diligence. So brave. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. I um, well, you know, when I, I heard you talking like that, I, I mean, I I happen to agree. I, all of a sudden, you know, all of these these soldiers just seem to appear overnight and and things have gotten really scary sort of in this town and other towns I've been in I mean you know I am a traveling uh individual and just it, in general things have gotten really bad they're forming this some kind of army and 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 they're planning some kind of ritual with this this book to awaken Torva or some some nonsense but anyway they have a sacrifice planned and um well you know I was hoping maybe you might be interested in helping me stop it. Uh, uh, of course, yeah. I would. I yeah. Wow, that's uh, that's so cool that you like already know all this stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Corbin, and I definitely want to help you. Uh, any anything we can do. If Corbin uh stops being a rabbit ever, to um he happens to know magic too. So uh, Corbin turns back into a boy in. Slave oh my songs. god. <laughs> <gasps> I, I'm I'm agog, and I say, Corbin, you broke the spell. How did Look, you do that? <laughs> this is what I this this is what this is what I I do. It's like it's like I'm a druid. <laughs> oh, you mean you Slake. mean it was it was your druid Slake. powers? Carmen turns into a crow. Well, I oh know you God. can turn Carmen into turns stuff. back into a boy. I just thought maybe this time, you know. It's like <laughs> Impressive, I say, gesturing. I um, I'm putting my hand in front of my face to hide from the rest of the tea shop patrons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and uh, everybody, they saw the first flourish of a, a rabbit turning into a boy, and like all of the denizens of Avalis, when confronted with real true magic, they look the other way because that's just something they don't want to get involved in. What did they do when it happened again, cat? <laughs> They then look, uh, several people leave the tea shop. They just <laughs> walk on out. They go, well, nothing good can come from that. And they let it ruin my day. You know, yep. it, it, you know, I just if if you don't mind me say, you know, it's hard enough running a small business. Maybe you could um, just cool it for a second. I'm so, listen, 
I'm fired up. I'm <laughs> I I didn't I've never been a rabbit before. That was my first time. It really put some kind of energy inside my body. I don't know, like oh. rabbit energy. Oh my goodness. Really wild. Anyways, mm. how do you know all this? Sh- how do you know all this shit? Oh, well, like I said, I've I've been traveling around and sort of seeing uh, the world fall into well, a little bit of chaos, and I mean, these these agents here, I, I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg, honestly. This this uh, pontificating in the streets, there are more and more of these people flocking to this, this army, and they haven't exactly been quiet about trying to resurrect their god. I, I mean, they're, they're selling it to anyone who will listen, saying that, that Torva is some kind of, um, I don't know, savior, you know, that, that he can't be killed, all, all of this, the, the nonsense. Oh. He can be killed. <laughs> I say, uh, you were covering your face a minute ago. Are, are you famous? Uh, well, I like to think so. I, 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 have, I have performed my magic in, in many cities all across this land. So, uh, yes, that's me, Wilbur, uh, the wonderful, unless, okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think Wilbur works? Or, or should we, because I've also been playing with uh, Wyatt uh, and Waldo recently. So wh- could I just get a quick poll? Just a quick poll. Um, I have to, I really have to vote for Wilbur. Wyatt sounds kind of like a fuck boy. I, oh, isn't oh Wilbur God. your name? Uh, a stage name, it's, if you will. Um, clearly, it's clearly a, it's, a, it's a pen name, Slick. Well, well, for the, well, rich, and, for the know, rich and famous, they have I, to protect their identity. Oh, uh, yes. I sure. understand. Rich and famous, yes, <clears throat> that's true. Uh, I, I, I mean, I think, um, I think Wilbur's a really nice name. Hmm. Yeah. You know, the, the audiences don't seem so responsive uh, to it, and I know, you know, a magician. Maybe they're stupid. Uh, <laughs> I say, and then I look away. You know, uh, you if you did Waldo, you could do like a "Where's Waldo the Wonderful." Opening. Well, how would that, that might help? be copyright yeah, I, infringement? Uh, yeah, I have to be on stage. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <Was> that... <laughs> no, that's a good point. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, yeah. Scrap my. You're you're the listen. You're the professional here. <laughs> don't let me tell you what to do. Uh, oh, all right. Um, uh, but anyway, thank you for uh, your kind participation in the show, and um, uh, and even better hearing that you are also not fans of this. What's happening here? I kind of wave my hands around at the world. Um, I mean, that's mm. just a 2020 feel. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> this, it, it's not good. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, if, if you are interested, I, I, I think they're planning to do the sacrifice pretty soon. And, and they have this, this person picked out um who's who's willing it has to be a willing sacrifice apparently so so i figure if we can get to this person and um make them disappear for a little bit or move them somewhere else uh it it might buy us a little bit of time to figure out how to stop whatever is going on here or even better perhaps we could take this um this book that seemed to have had this this ritual in it i i don't know apparently it came from some some woman with a wagon in, in, in a tower and i don't oh. really know but if we get the book or or get this this sacrifice i think we can actually i don't know, win the day what? woman with a wagon i have a lot of questions 
fired. Wait, oh, wait. Are the, so this says so the sacrifice. Are they just like? Is it like? Are they inviting people? Is it like? Come to the movies Tuesday night. We're gonna sacrifice somebody. Uh, fucking midsummer uh, style. I. Or is it private I event? Mean, yeah, is it private? Uh, I mean, you you see how how zealous these people are. I think it was one of these poor individuals they convinced to to sacrifice themselves. I I don't know. They have they have some kind of temple. I I assume that that's where they're keeping the sacrifice and where they're gonna do this ritual. So if we could get into the temple and oh, we're great. We are great at subterfuge. Oh, thank goodness, because I'm sort of a flashy <laughs> individual myself, so I'm very glad oh, you yeah. are skilled in the arts of sneakery. Yes. Yeah, we're really subtle. We're incredibly, we're really good at being subtle. Oh, that is wonderful to hear. Such a relief. <laughs> uh, where's, the, where's, the, where's this temple located? Uh, obviously, in the plaza of the gods in the center of the city. <laughs> Oh god, obviously. obviously. That's, that's where all the temples why did, are. Why did I even <laughs> think of that? Yeah, that tracks. Uh, uh, yes. Um so I think if we, we get in there and uh, perhaps they have the book there as well. Um though I suppose if they were clever, they wouldn't keep the sacrifice and the book in the same place. But I again, zealots. So who knows? You're so right about zealots. Mm. Yeah. Indeed. Well I I wonder if we could um I don't know, you know, maybe Maybe employ some disguise work or something and, and get some more information some, about what yeah. they're planning. Let's do some recon. Um, well, if you would like, I do have my wagon and my supplies uh, uh, parked just outside of town. I have several um, costumes and uh, disguises. Perhaps we can uh, uh, work something out. Oh, yes. Slake. <laughs> Carmen looks at Slake. Slake just like keeps putting like their hands over their mouth and they're they're just trying to contain their excitement. <laughs> Slake, <laughs> how do you feel about another disguise? I would love that. <laughs> Let's do it. Hello, hello, hello. Fancy seeing you here, sweet listeners. What are the odds of that? You, me, here, together, in the midroll? Well, since you've dropped in, I suppose you may as well make yourself comfortable, pull up a chair. Now, let's see what we've got on the agenda today. Ah, yes, we must thank our new and increasing patrons. Rachel, Elizabeth S., Robert Crawford, Aaron McNamee, Megan Wiseman, Cammie Nalder, Trav Brax, Ashley Rose 400, Jackie Julie Jenna Julie, Talia, Duke Diego Rodriguez, Justin Stanley, Abby, Mert, Go Cry Wolf, and Conquer Me Daddy Torva. Well... We're very grateful for all of your support. The support from all of you, even those of you with questionable taste in usernames, are indeed our integral lifeblood. So thank you. You help us to make the show the best it can be, 
and to continue making all of our weird regular and weird bonus content. Speaking of bonus content, that's exactly what you're in for if you sign up to support us on Patreon. You'll get access to outtakes and extras, and if you sign up at higher levels, you'll get access to bonus episodes, live streams, and more. We even have a mail tier, where we'll send you prints and a yearly physical goodie. Most recently, Noelle designed a very sexy embroidered beanie that we sent out, and I may be working on a little something right now. So, if such things appeal to you, why not venture to patreon.com slash damesanddragons and become one with the metaphorical body that we all share? There's no reward tier for that one, we just assumed it was obvious. Or, if you're feeling bereft of cool shit, go check out the Dame Store. We have pins, stickers, prints, and more. Why, at damesanddragons.store, you can even purchase a one-time personal message or ad read. And in fact, we have such a message today from Miles Collins Sibley. And it reads as such. My beloved Yusuf, happy wedding! This will be late because my ADHD time-ignoring brain didn't get on this quickly enough, but I know you understand. I love you and Mallory's love so, so, so much. I love loving you. I'm proud to be your best friend and your partner. I'm ecstatic that you married the love of your life. You went through so much heartbreak and grief in 2020, and I know that won't magically go away in a new year. But the symbol of starting off 2021, married to the love of your life, is magical, and I hope that gay magic can help 2021 be less garbage than 2020 was. And a message read by one of our favorite podcast nerds can't hurt either. We may be separated by miles, haha, <laughs> and by plague, but I know you know I love you forever. Love, Miles. Aw, oh, that is very sweet. Let us hope it is a better year for us all. What's another great way to support the show? Why, rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. Do we read them? Yes. Will we thank you in the mid-roll if you leave a review? Yes. What else is new? Well, we recently joined the fabulous Geekspective Network, home of such podcasts as Tabletop Babble and Red Mage Blue Mage. You can check them out at geekspective.com. And speaking of, it looks like we've got an ad for one of their fine shows right here. Hi, I'm Josh, and I run an actual play podcast that I'd like you to check out. I'm using the Godbound system, and I create a sandbox-style game in a large city called Moxiri. All of the player characters are evil, and I think that this really creates an interesting narrative because... Nobody cares! I, Azriel, had to reconfigure reality to become the evil saint of Palor. Now I plan to overthrow the government of Moxiri and amass followers. Then I will become... You wouldn't know the first thing about reconfiguring reality. I did it, not you. I, Milana, want no part of your feeble plan. When my plan comes to fruition, all of Moxary will become my undead army. With them at my command... They have to be dead before they become undead. I'm going to silence this entire city and prove myself. Prove Gerlach worthy of the goddess of the void. No! Leave the monsters! I, Nuak Godslayer, will raise an army of monsters. They will overthrow our human leaders and live free. And I will be there. Well, oh, you quit your bickering, I shut your faces. I, Brimstone, hear enough voices in my head without all of you talking over each other. All I want to do is kill the wizard Shalazar. It doesn't sound too difficult, does it? If I have my way, it will be. Check out Tales from Moxray or wherever you find your podcasts or geekspective.com. Mmm, spicy. Well, there's only one thing left to do. Give a message to Chantel. 
Chantel. The code word is... Bill Spooks. The sleeper agent is active. Go! You guys head out to the uh, the fringes of the city, outside the city wall, where the uh, now I've got so many W names in my head. Currently Wilbur, Wilbur but we're we're workshopping Wilbur. Um, we're also thinking about Wyatt, uh, but you know who who knows. You know that just that makes me think of like westerns, mm-hmm. which I'm also into. I mean William. Ooh William. William. I have Volhallum on here, which is pretty Ooh. pretty good. What about what about Wolfgang? Ooh, that's a good one. I'm putting it on my very long list of options. Yeah, that one's yeah, really good. There. So you guys are having this conversation as you uh, you exit the city and head towards the cart sitting outside the city that is has the banner that says the magnificent W and then sort of yep. like a blank mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. after it, <laughs> like a chalkboard that's uh. Painted yeah, on yeah, after the absolutely. W. Uh, and there is guarding this this wagon is a very large goat. Um, who seems to be yeah just watching over everything, and the wagon is you know it's definitely seen better days. Um, but it's painted very festively, so uh, you know it kind of hides the dents and the cracks and uh, everything around it. I uh, I see your your goat and wagon, and I say. Wow, your lifestyle must be so glamorous. Uh, well, uh, that that it is. It, that that it is. I would like to animal handle the goat, please. <laughs> oh, please animal um, handle the goat. I'm like living today. Uh, so I'm many sorry, animals. I brought so many animals. <laughs> so that's a gnat. That's a gnat one. The goat probably bites one of my fingers off. Yeah, He's you're about very to get rude. kicked. Yeah. Corbin. You like have both hands on the sides of this goat's face, and you're staring into its terrifying, R- wrong way, square-shaped <laughs> pupils, and you're looking at it. And then the goat tilts its head back and headbutts you directly Ooh, in the stomach, I- and I take seventy damage, <laughs> <laughs> and I pass out. No, but you do take two damage. Okay, uh, all right. I'm well. sorry. Yes, uh, don't touch. The goat. Uh, it's it, it's very sensitive, <laughs> extremely sensitive. Noted. <laughs> yes. Uh, sorry about that one. Um. Anyway. Uh. Oh, would you like to look at everything I have? I have. Let's see. <clears throat> I've gone through several iterations of acts. <laughs> you see. So uh, when it used to have an assistant, I, I had a, a ton of different. Well, here we go. And I I go inside my cart and I just start pulling out a ton of gaudy, just costumes of all kinds. Uh. What happened to your assistant? Oh, uh, apparently assistants like to be paid. I didn't know that. Oh. Um, so that was sort of a disagreement. Um, wow. We had. Show business is so complicated. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we love it. <laughs> so so we do it. <laughs> uh, I think my stomach rumbles at this point, too. So, um, yep. I say, oh, are are you hungry? Oh, I mean, I could eat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, we, uh, I mean, if you're, I mean, we wouldn't, I mean, I, we wouldn't want you to like work, you know, on an empty stomach or anything like that. Um, Corbin and I could totally like buy you dinner or something if you need oh, food I mean, to eat. Oh, I mean, oh my God. Yeah. Is there, a, is there a hungry boy around here? 
There is a hungry boy in the temple district. Google, please tell me, how do I decide how a disguise oh, kit yes. works? Mm. They're just like, disguise kit, just roll disguise. <laughs> What's called performance? Because you're not trying to like be sneaky right. about this right now. You're trying to <laughs> make them perform as yes. accolades. Uh, yeah. Yes, so I, I, I pull out some weird robes and I'm like, uh-huh, okay, uh, let's see. Uh, and I like open up my face paint kit and I'm like, yeah, Torva, so sort of uh, angry dour yeah okay okay and i start like you know getting my little sponges and like face painting you all um <laughs> so let's go out and do some rolls huh oh yeah okay. let's roll some dice who wants to go first um um corbin looks at slake and says um i think you should have the honor slake oh uh, uh, uh i mean i i um uh, i i guess <laughs> Okay, so on that roll, uh, that's a 22 uh, to create this disguise uh, for Slake. Oh, Slake is the most convincing Torva worshiper. You got the eyebrows yeah, just, just like right. Yeah, just that angry angle. Yeah. As yeah. the kids would say, the eyebrows are on fleek. Oh. Uh, if there's one thing I can do, it's fleek eyebrows. So Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> you got those eyebrows on fleek uh, and... Step away from your work and see Slake, the Torva worshiper. Do I look tough? Corbin's like, Corbin like flinches. He's like so convinced. He's like, oh my God. It's, don't worry, Corbin. It's still me. Oh my God. Sl that's you, Slake? This man's clearly a genius. Mm -hmm. yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, I, I'm happy I can help. I know it's it's got to be tough not having, you know, your, your prime magic user around. So that's sort of, uh, you know, what it is. Um, and then how, I start like dipping my how? paintbrushes in for for another go. Hey, what? <laughs> Who told you about anything missing from our posse? I'm sorry. What? I, I, how did you know we were missing someone? Yeah, how did you know we're missing it? Oh, somebody? you know, a bard can sense these things. Um, and I start painting again. Okay, Corbin, you're up. Mm, Corbin exchanges a look with Slake and hesitantly steps forward. <laughs> uh, okay, so on this check. Uh, wow, I got a 33 <laughs> on the... Holy um, shit! What the fuck? <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure you're a shitty Corbin? Corbin? Are you sure Corbin you're not a really good converts? Corbin, <laughs> Corbin converts. fully converts to Torvis. <laughs> I paint divinity onto your face. <laughs> right, like, you... You can't even tell that Corbin is not... Uh, oh he looks like the grand priest of the Torvaic <laughs> Temple. <Damn>. Like... <laughs> He's got like you like put a broken tower symbol on his forehead and yeah. you know, tattoo. It's really good yeah. though. Yeah. You know, or yes. looks very cool. Looks oh very God. good. Yes. Uh it is almost too convincing. People who are walking by as the, the they walk by, they look at you sideways and they, they give a like a hand symbol of, of the gods. <laughs> like a Torva symbol? Like yeah, they, they do like a hand symbol that is that is associated with the Torvaic Church. All right, uh, and Will Wilbur, will you make a schedule for yourself as well? I will, I will. Here we are. And I have like on the back of my little wagon door like a little mirror that's been glued to the inside so I can do my own look. Uh, so I peel off my <laughs> sinister beard, which was clearly just a fake beard. Um, I'm yeah. shocked. Holy shit! And I open up my my briefcase that has like many. It's like little fake goatees and big mustaches and like you know hearty eyebrows, mm -hmm. things like that. I'm like, mm, yes, okay. What? 
should we choose? What should we... I, I don't know. Uh, here, uh, opinions. I hold out my case. Uh, uh, let's see. What do you look like without your, your um, fake sinister facial hair? Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a half-elf uh, man, so I probably have um, sort of like tanned skin, maybe slightly sunburnt from a lot of travel, um, you know, slightly pointed ears, um, I think kind of uh, brown hazel-like eyes. Um, so very actually delicate features, I think, um, sort of androgynous looking um, without the big, like, pronounced beard. Okay, yeah, so I'll take off my, my black wig that I had on uh, that was matching, uh, you know, and you see, like, a, a lavender-colored uh, hair underneath oh, that's yeah. cut, like, a, like, shoulder length. So sort of, you know, that, that rough, like, flowing, like, yeah, I woke up like very this good. sort of look. Yeah, it's very wavy. I cry. Like oh my slight, god! Like slightly <laughs> greasy looking, but in the attractive way. Hold on. Oh no! Is Corbin gonna roll to fall in love? Is that what's happening here? I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh -oh. I'm gonna roll to fall in love too. Oh no! This was my one goal. The first as, time. Uh, <laughs> as Noel would say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you act any noticeably different? No. Okay. All right. Corbin does not act any noticeably different. I don't act different, but I've already. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You had me at shitty con. <laughs> All right. Um, what was your disguise oh, role right. for yourself? I got distracted by picking out my... No, but what facial hair, everybody? You all get to pick. Oh, right, right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I have a whole I, selection I of like nasty mustaches, weird facial hair. Like we can do pointy goatee or we could do I like, love a pointy okay, goatee. Like a, like a nice pointy. Yeah. I mean, that's the classic okay, yeah. evil yeah. deal. Um, yeah. Should we do like tiny uh -huh. like pencil mustache with the... Yes, yeah, pencil okay, mustache, right. yes. Uh, okay, rocking the look. So 19 on the die plus my performance. Yeah, that's a... 28, 30. It's too, yeah, too many. Yeah. Too many to fail. <laughs> so you, you are so, you are so disguised. You look straight yeah. evil. Yeah. Like, you look like you could just step onto a melodrama stage and kidnap a fair oh, yeah. maiden tired We've to some train again. tracks. We've done it again. <laughs> I, I, I grab Corbin and I, frantically whisper and I'm like he keeps getting more <laughs> handsome what do I do <laughs> Slake you're married calm down uh, 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 god damn it Corbin you're right <laughs> I have to honor my vow forgot <laughs> <laughs> about your marriage how could you forget that Slake is a married person I accidentally got married <laughs> oh I forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So you, the the three of you, are wearing immaculate disguises, and from the sky earlier today, as she usually does when confronted with a city, Burger Jurger took off, and uh, you hear above you, Corbin, a cry saying, "Corbin, look out! Where'd you go? There's Torval worshippers outside the city." <laughs> and uh, for those who don't have animal speech hand uh, amulets, you just hear. This, this strange crow is accosting us, and I cl protectively clutch uh, Gorgeous to my to my chest. Oh. I yell up! I yell up to Burger Jurger, and I say, um, "It's just us, Burger Jurger." Yeah, we're in disguise. Uh, and uh, Burger Jurger swoops low, and she she perches on the edge of the wagon and looks at you, cocks her head both sides, and then 
shakes out all her feathers and says, it's too good. I don't like it. Change back. <laughs> it's okay, Burger Jurgen. We're doing some recon. We got to infiltrate. Yeah. yeah, we're on a mission. I'm sorry. Is that is that bird's name Burger Jurgen? Is that? Yes, is, she's my mom. Oh, is that a... A family name? I, I mean, names are very important. I don't want... I, I, you know what? Never you, mind. You can't have my mom's name. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm good. It doesn't even start with a W. <laughs> Burger Jerger. Listen, we all wish we were named Burger Jerger, but now isn't the time. I know, it's really cool. Mm. We got. We have business to do. Yeah, yes. Burger Jerger, just turn your eyes away. You just go find some grubs. You don't think about this stuff. All right. Well, I if you need help, I'll be circling the city and looking for some good mice to pounce on. I'll scream real loud if I need you, Burger Jerker. Yeah, you'll hear it. <laughs> you will hear it. All right. Don't fall down any grates. And she takes off. <laughs> one time! <laughs> it was more than once. <laughs> it was definitely more than one time. All right, so as you, uh, you head back into the city towards the temple district, and just outside the uh, the temple district, you do find... The, that which your passports draw you to, the Hungry Hero. And they've got, the Hungry Hero sells euros. Love it. Yes! You've got All lamb right. euros with some tomato and Ooh. some cucumber yes. and some tzatziki. I yes, I want a euro yeah. now. I would kill a man for a euro right mm, now. They're it's good. Been so long. And uh, you are able to get stamps in your Hungry Boy passports. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes! Uh, it's been so long. So, you get your Hungry Boy Euros from the Hungry Hero, Hungry Hero Euro, and head into the Plaza of the Gods, which is a beautiful plaza circled by the temples of the major gods of the city. There are statues around the plaza depicting all of the gods which are worshipped here. You see Rove with her hands full of water. Bav with his sack of planting, Mila garlanded in flowers, Wavel with his many writing hands, and Kaya the provider with game and harvest carried in her arms. Each statue stands outside its respective temple, grand and imposing, but no statue more so than the eleven-foot-tall, gilded likeness of the conqueror, whose impassive gaze sweeps over the plaza with his warhammer held aloft in a pose of victory. Uh, nobody wants to see that. Yeah, I look around the plaza and sigh, depressed. <laughs> I I look around and then I'm like, I like square up because I have to, you know, I have to act like I'm really into Torva. And so mm -hmm. I like look at the big Torva statue and I try really hard to like smile, but it's like, it's it's a real mm -hmm. effort. And so I've just got this kind of weird like rictus <laughs> on my face. <laughs> Corbin? Corbin um, throws himself down on his knees in front of the statue, but like he's giving the statue the bird secretly with his arms stretched out. <laughs> he's flicking it off. Just subtly worshiping the statue. <laughs> Just like a normal person. <laughs> Just a subtle worship moment, you know. Like I, like I go and I, I put my hand on your shoulder and I say, Calm yourself, brother. <laughs> oh, brother. I, I know that we all love Torva a lot oh, here, but... I just love Torva. You, you really got to contain it, you know? Yeah. Just hold it hold it deep inside. <laughs> uh, this performance draws the looks of several people who are, are coming and going from the temple, but they all look like 
Mm-hmm. Sort of like they understand, Barbara's like, so yeah, powerful. of course, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so dreamy. You, you see that icon of Torva and you just feel that worship come up mm. deep from within mm. your heart. Have to throw yourself prostrate before his image. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to head into the temple? Do you want to look out around the temple? What are you guys doing? Mm. Is there anything of note around the temple? Yeah. I don't know. It depends on if you go look for it. Walk around. Walk around. See, like, yeah, yeah, all the entrances, maybe, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a nice scope. You give it a scoping. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do find there is a back entrance. It looks like there's a walled mm-hmm. garden around the back of the temple uh, that has a gate, which is locked. Mm-hmm. Well, that's no problem if we wanted to do that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if we should try and go in the main way first, or if it'd be better to just straight up, yeah, try to break into this back gate. Well, you know, because it's daytime right now. Yeah, yeah. yes, it is around noon. All right. Uh, well, yeah, may, uh, perhaps we should see sort of what's inside. We are just normal Torva worshippers. Um, and yes, um, that is you us. Know, if True. we, uh, when things calm down a bit, perhaps we can mosey on over here to this back gate and just keep it open as an option. I love to keep my options open. Yes. Good thinking. <laughs> All right. So do you guys head into the main hall then? Heck yeah. Yeah. Main temple. All right, so you guys head up the uh, staircase across the foyer and into the main hall of this temple. It is a grand marble room with rows of hard stone benches for worshippers to sit and contemplate the icon of their god. There is another golden statue here, in a seated repose, looking over the altar that is heaped with offerings of flowers, coins, and food. Murals on the walls depict the god in glorious battle, leading his righteous followers to victory against enemies that are depicted mostly as monstrous suggestions of opposing forces. There is a priest standing on either side of the altar, speaking gently with worshippers who have come to give offerings. Despite their kind demeanor, both are carrying heavy swords and look more than capable of wielding them. Wait, the people giving offerings or the priests? Priests. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was going to say, like, Jesus. Sword priests. I okay. mean, probably some of the people giving offerings mm-hmm. are also mm-hmm. armed yeah. to the teeth. Yeah. You know, what I don't get, what did Torva do to be so special? I, I, he seems like such a terrible god to follow. I just don't, I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. He's uh, he's not even cool. But like, not, you, you think uh, people would just, want like a fun god, he's, right? I just this. He's fucked a lot whoa, of people. Like literally, like lit, <laughs> like wow. literally. Okay, well that yeah. would explain it then. Yeah, he's I fucked guess. a lot of people. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, Corbin, I'm not sure that's how Torf got his fault. <laughs> Spreading the word, and I guess. Um, <laughs> Isn't that, I thought that that's like word walking amongst other people. Things. <laughs> that's that's like a cult thing, you know. Brothers, I welcome you to our <laughs> temple. Oh, oh, Thank you oh. for having us. You have a very nice temple. <laughs> we are always welcome to see our brothers from the temples abroad. I cannot say I uh, recognize you. Which temple have you come from? Okay, uh, okay, let's think about this. What city were we in yeah, last? Can I make a... <laughs> Could I maybe make a history check to know what other cities have functioning? Love it. Ooh, Love yeah. it. Let's use some D&D mechanics. Oh, thank God. Let's see. History. Uh, uh, 14? 14. Um, you know 
that there is another temple mm. on this continent, most likely in the city of mm. Nakama. That's the other major city on this uh, continent. Yes, uh, 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 no- Nakama? Nakama, from that one. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we, we heard you were uh, putting together a, uh, a holy endeavor, and we wanted to help. Ah, well, I am glad to hear that our god has given signs to the other temples of the great miracles that we will work here today. However, we are keeping the inner sanctum closed until after the ritual is complete. I welcome you to take up rooms in our cloister, and once the miracle is complete, you will be welcome to worship at the feet of our god. Well, that sounds absolutely charming. Thank you so much. It is a shame we cannot help lend our violent fists to this this miracle, but I understand, though I am disappointed. Yes, if there's if there's anything at all that we can do to help, we would just be just just pleased as punch. Even just guarding a door or mopping whatever. Because we love Torva. We're so into him. I I cleaned the latrines for 12 years and knock them <laughs> Your dedication is admirable. Uh, should you wish to serve our god in the meantime, please uh, attend the offerings and bring forth a great feast for us to offer our lord Torva when he once again walks among us in physical form. Yeah, do you guys, do you guys, like, what do you, what do you have? Because we don't want to bring something that someone else already brought, yeah, you know? You, do you need a vegetarian option? Or do you, you have any free? fruit allergies? I, you know, I need a little bit more information. Yeah. Peanuts, cashews, anything that we shouldn't bring? <laughs> I believe that if you go to the butcher, we have an account already set up. Uh, he should have several... Several lambs and a cow for us for the feast tonight, if you would. So uh, just a big meat feast, just to be really clear. <laughs> That's, are there going to be hot bevies? <laughs> I believe uh, you would need to speak with some of the junior priests. In the meantime, I must attend to my duties. Brothers, welcome. And then he uh, goes back to standing next to the altar to attend to the worshippers there. Ooh, I want to do the hand symbol that I saw people do. The cool, like, Ooh, Torva okay. handshake. Why don't you roll me a performance check? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I should have had you guys roll this so much earlier, but let's just see. Oh, well. I'm sure we'll find plenty of more opportunities to fuck this oh, up. Oh, we're going to, yeah, don't, yeah, don't no, even worry. Um, 21 on my cool hand symbol. 21. Oh, yeah. You, wow. You bust. You nail I have, it. You I have expertise, it. so I get, like, a plus 12 to all performance checks, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are, you do it, and the guy, he, uh, as he is walking away, he's backing away from you. He does the sign back. All right. So what uh what else do you guys want to do here besides I assume you're not going to go to the butcher and pick up their meat or no, that. No. Mm. Well, actually it would be funny if we did that but then just never brought it. Like we ate it ourselves. I don't think I can eat that much That's raw, a lot meat. Of raw meat. I can do it. Uh, <laughs> well, wait. So this this temple building is there like is it just this one main room or are there like is there like a library or like other So He's there so- are Oh, I was, well, I was going to say, didn't he say that he had, like, rooms set up for us or something? In the, oh, yeah, like you know, a cloister. Yes. You, are, yeah. uh, you are welcome to join their cloister. Uh, there are doors to the right and left of the hall, as well as one on either side of the altar. 
And nobody's, is anyone guarding the doors? Or like, can we just like be like, no. we're just normal people going through these doors? No. Yeah, you can just walk on through. All right. All right, let's look around. Let's just, yeah, let's just go through a fucking door. Yeah. Which one? Do you want to roll a d4? Celeste, it's like amazing how you like think about using the dice for things. <laughs> It's, it's really incredible. Um, so, <laughs> one. So let's do the door on the very far left. Very far left. All right. So you uh, head through that door and you end up in a hallway filled with uh, very modest looking doors and a few junior priests who are just chatting quietly outside of their open doors. It looks like you have found the cloister hall. And uh, they look at you and say, oh, hey, uh, are you... Uh, you must be visiting. Do, do you guys need rooms? We've got some empties down in the end of the hall. Uh, yes, yes, we we are uh, visiting from Nakama, and it would be wonderful if we could if we could join you here, staying in in the the temple of our our dear beautiful Torva. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Let's yeah. Go yeah. conquer those rooms. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna conquer the <laughs> shit out of those rooms. And uh, the priests look at each other and they give sort of like a little snicker, like, look at these like old squares. You were like so serious. Uh, (laughs) And uh, they say, yeah, okay, uh, here. And one of them takes a ring of keys off of his belt and he unlocks three rooms at the end of the hall for you guys. They are Spartan rooms, narrow cot, broken tower symbol on the wall, and that's it. Should we like try to explore the other rooms? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, this hallway is, it's all cloisters. Right. Uh, there is a door at the back of this hallway. Uh, and then it looks like there's also a door that leads to a kitchen. I think we should, yeah, I think we should just check out the whole, scope out yeah. everything. Take a little scope tour. Scope out everything? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Take a little tour. So uh, the door at the back here leads to the garden, which you saw from the outside earlier. Uh, the walled garden at the back of the temple is an oasis of quiet in the center of the bustling city. Lush greenery has been transported from all over, and the blooms of exotic flowers scent the air with their heady aromas. Little paths wind through the garden, leading to the center, where there is a fountain showing the god Torva in a kindly aspect, with his arms outstretched and garlands of flowers strung around his arms and neck. Will you please make a perception check? Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm, a, uh, 16 for Wilbur. 14. 14? I got a nine. Cool nine. Okay, well, uh, you're so lucky to have Wilbur with you, who, uh... (laughs) That's what I say. Wilbur, out of the the corner of your eye as you're passing through this center of the garden, you see that the bottom of the fountain is made out of a translucent tile, and below, you can just make out the outline of another golden statue in a cavernous room beneath the temple. But sitting by this fountain, and she is what draws Slake and Corbin's attention, is a woman in voluminous purple robes, who is attended by half a dozen other women who sit around her. One has a lyre and is playing softly, singing a song about victory and ruin. The woman in the center has tan skin and long, dark hair that tumbles around her and is kept from her face by an elaborate diadem. She looks familiar, something about her jaw and the shape of her nose. And she looks up as you uh, enter her garden and says, Oh, welcome. You must be visitors summoned by our lord to witness what we will do here today. Yes, thank you, my lady. Uh, indeed, we've, we've come from Nakama. Oh, the temple in Nakama. It has been very long since I've been there. Have you... 
I wonder, have there any, been any visits from my sons? Have they yet crossed the ocean? Okay, I'm thinking really hard. This lady looks familiar. Could she, she has <gasps> sons? Is this Phelan's mom? I'm raising my eyebrows. I don't know if you can see it on camera. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I have to think. I have to think. Um, I will say, um, at the time of our departure, uh, we did not uh, have the fortune of, of seeing either of them, I'm afraid. That is unfortunate. No one seems to have seen them since... Since the miracle on the fields of Ilfra. And she trails her hand in the fountain and says, But I'm sure they'll come. It has been so long since they visited their mother, but... I'm sure they will come to see their father resurrected. I'm sure as well, my lady. She smiles and extends a hand to you as if she expects you to kiss it. I, I, I take her hand and I, uh, and I, I kiss it. And she smiles and reaches out and she, uh, she puts a hand on your face. And then as she pulls it away, she looks at the paint on her fingers. Um, I, I say, I, I apologize, my lady. My complexion is not, um, well, as lovely as yours. And so I, uh, have been. They were thrown into a burning fire as you a know, baby. With, with, with so many people disappearing, it's just a very stressful time. We've lost a lot of people, so uh, forgive us, forgive us. I understand. Things outside the temple just seem to grow more chaotic each day. But it will all be set right soon. And she pats your face again, Slake, and says, Soon I will see my love again, and all will be right with the world. I I'm sure it will. Well, I wish you luck in your excursions in the city. And I, I hope to see you later tonight when we are all able to once again worship at the feet of our Lord. Thank you, my lady. The, the pleasure will be ours. Mm. Yes, it will.